Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. Today, Pioneer Nutritional Sciences Coordinator Bill Mahana talks about the role of yeast in unstable silages. Bill, some people actually feed yeast in their ration. Is it is it really bad to have that in, in silages? Yeah, yeast is a, is a common ingredient in a lot of rations, uh, but that's provided from companies who have uh, grown it on media or, um, or purified the yeast cells in some way, um, and that works great in rations. But when we have yeast in silages, they present a problem when it comes to uh, stability. And especially when we get, like we've had this year, um, a lot of variability in the corn crop, um, a lot of areas under uh, especially drought stress where we know those yeast populations are going to be uh, going to be quite high. What happens is those yeast will then tend to grow, especially like in a droughted situation where we have less uh, less starch deposition. We're going to have um, maybe due to bad pollination, nick or something like that. We're going to have a fair amount of sugars in the stover, and therefore the yeast have got a ready uh, source of energy to grow on. And when those yeast uh, grow. Um, they will produce different metabolites that can affect the digestibility and even palatability of the silage. But probably more importantly, they will grow and cause heating in that silage mass as well, which really affects palatability. It's like um, when we think about making, uh, using yeast to make uh, alcoholic beverages. In an anaerobic environment, they will take the nutrients and produce alcohol. But, uh, and they kind of, they don't really multiply. They're just metabolizing those nutrients to alcohol. Um, and then when the alcohol content gets high enough, it shuts them off. The uh, aerobic situation that we get into in silage, when we're feeding off the face of silage, those bugs, uh, yeast, uh, in an aerobic, con- aerobic condition will actually uh, multiply. Their populations will grow, and they will tend to cause heat when that's causing it, uh, and also to be utilizing nutrients. So that's one of the issues why we don't mind it in the ration, but we don't like it in our silages. So what can producers do about it? Are there any ways to minimize the growth of yeast? Yeah, there's a lot of yeast uh, out there. uh, We can find that on fresh crop at at very high levels. Um, And the best way to manage it is going back to the basics of good silage management. Get good compaction, prevent air penetration or porosity of the silage. Um, So if we have the proper moisture and proper compaction, uh, moisture to, in effect, fill in the air spaces, and then good compaction, and then we have, have... Good face management will will prevent air from penetrating too far back into that bunker. Um, there are also products out there today, um, like our Pioneer Albuquerque inoculants, that uh, where um, anaerobic bacteria are producing metabolites that actually inhibit the growth of yeast uh, when they are present. So that's another very uh, effective solution, uh, combining good silage management with um, the use of, of Albuquerque inoculants can really help ensure adequate bunk life, uh, superior bunk life, and even to the point that um, many people during the summer when they've used TMR saver kind of products to prevent heating in the TMR, if they've used an L-Buchner on the silage, they find that they do not even need to add that to the, uh, to the TMR mixer anymore because if you've got, say, 35 to 40 pounds of wet silage in the, in the uh, TMR, that's enough feed uh, treated with these products that inhibits the growth of these aerobic organisms when the feed is in front of the animal. All right, very good. Thank you, Bill. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.